Hello and welcome to the 22nd episode of the Good Samaritan Healthcast. I am your host, Clint Cubo, uh, but today I will be handing it off to my colleague, Mallory. Uh, she will be interviewing Don Hendrickson and they will be talking about um, some prenatal classes, safe babies. So Mallory, I'll hand it off to you and I will uh, catch rest of you guys at the end of the episode. Thanks, Clint. Today, I am here with Don Hendrickson. She's a certified registered nurse here at Good Samaritan. So, Don, why don't we start off by you just telling me a little bit about yourself and your time here at the hospital. Yes. Thank you guys for having me today. Um, so, I am, like you said, a certified registered nurse. I am certified in inpatient obstetrics. I have been here at Good Samaritan for 16 years, going on 17. Um, I have spent 14 of those years um, inpatient um, on OB. So, I have always worked with um, new families, moms and babies. Um, the last two years, going on three, I have been Dr. Work's primary full-time nurse um, in the women's health setting. So truly passionate about what we offer um, for our moms, babies, and new families. Awesome. And um, I think, do you also work with Lindsay Van Choik over there, nurse practitioner? Yes, yes. And you guys are located where at now? We are in the Medical Arts Building um, on Willow Street and Suite 203. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I think... Today, we're going to talk about some prenatal classes and safe sleep. Um, so let's just jump right into the prenatal classes. So um, correct me if I'm wrong. We have like seven sessions that were at, consist of how many classes and just kind of go into like what they offer. Yeah, absolutely. So yes, we offer several different sessions throughout the year. So a session is a class of five. Um, in class one, we are going to go over relaxation, breathing techniques, stretching, exercises, um, focus a lot on physiological birth. Like what can we do to prepare our bodies for this? Um, we're going to talk about discomforts. So things we can do that are safe to alleviate pregnancy discomforts. Um, any woman who's pregnant, most of us at some point are a little uncomfortable uh, growing that baby. Um, we'll also um, kind of go over what to expect, um, you know, at our hospital in that first class. Um, the second class is basically all about labor and delivery. So stages of labor, pain relief options, um, you know, position changes, everything that helps facilitate a labor. Um, we try to prepare you for what to expect. Again, while you're in the hospital, different medical interventions, um, talk about some warning signs, you know, things that we need to watch for and call um, if those things are happening. Um, third class, we really focus on postpartum. So postpartum care for mom, what to expect with physical changes, emotional changes. Um, and during that class, we always do a tour of our OB unit. So we kind of go up there, we take a tour, check out the floor. Um, I go a little more in depth about um, kind of levels of care that we offer here at Good Samaritan. Um, and, you know, things that we can take care of and things that maybe we can't. Mm -hmm. um, so we do that. And then fourth class is infant care. So fourth class is all about taking care of that new baby, um, diapering, bathing, uh, sleep habits, uh, again, normal physical things versus things we should be concerned about, safe sleep, um, pet safety. I mean, there's a lot in that infant class. Um, and then the last class is taught by Ava Allender, our um, internationally board certified 
lactation consultant. Um, and she goes all over breastfeeding and what to expect and kind of gets mom prepared for her body changes and breastfeeding and incorporates dad and what dads mm-hmm. can do. Um, sometimes dads feel a little left out um, when mom's breastfeeding, but there's a lot of things dads can do. Um, we offer off, excuse me, also offer classes throughout the year on a Saturday. So we know sometimes working families can't make the sessions during the week. Those are Tuesday evening, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Um, so we offer some Saturday classes. Mm-hmm. Um, those run from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. It's kind of like an all-day marathon of all about birth. Um, we have a lot of fun. It is kind of a long day, but, um, usually get really good feedback from my families. Um, you know, we get up, we get moving and we do different things for those. Um, so we offer those, um, I've been coordinate those over the last several years and we've made a lot of changes. Um, we try to keep current with standards and again, try to touch base on a wide variety of topics that families might have issues about. Yeah. And I know, just in marketing, I've heard high praise of Ava and you as well and the great work you guys are doing with those prenatal classes and just connecting with moms. And because you and Ava yourself are mothers, so yes. you've been through it and you know not only ex- firsthand experience, but also just, you know, best practices as the time has went on and research and things like that. Um, and also, unfortunately, Knox County and Indiana in general has a high um infant mortality rate. So do you want to touch upon like the importance of prenatal classes versus infant mortality? Absolutely. So that is huge. And like you said, unfortunately, um, it's it's not something we're proud of mm-hmm. um, in this region. Um, Indiana is always, as far as I've known in the last several years, been in the top 10 um, for um, infant death uh, occurring by SIDS, which is sudden infant death syndrome. Uh, Knox County, our lower southern Indiana regions, again, are really high in our numbers mm-hmm. of those unfortunate deaths. Um, safe sleep um, and things we can do to promote safe sleep are huge to prevent that. Um, so with prenatal classes, again, not only is that a main focus in infant care, but just prenatal care in itself. So getting these women, you know, again, in the state of Indiana, we have some of the highest rates of women who don't receive prenatal care. Uh, I want to say the last time I looked, we were over 30%. Wow. And so a lot of education is happening in the office at those appointments. Um, But we definitely go over, you know, back to sleep. So laying babies flat on their back. We are going to discuss things in the home that decrease um, infant death. So smoking, even secondhand and thirdhand smoke factors in in, the, in that. Um, there's evidence that shows breastfed babies are less likely um, to succumb to SIDS. Um, there's a discussion about pacifier use. Uh, we went very empty sleeping environments. It used to be, you know, you thought of a nursery and mm-hmm. you picture the crib with the bumper pads and stuffed animals and all this cute stuff. Um, and what we've learned through the years is that's not good. We want a bare environment, so a firm floor flat mattress, you know, a tight-fitting sheet, no bumper pads, no stuffed animals, um, no fluffy blankets in the cribs. Um, American Academy of Pediatrics really encourage the sleep sacks Mm -hmm. or swaddle blankets now. 
Um, so that's really big. We do give out uh, a sleep sack um, here at the hospital when you deliver. So you're going home with one even if you don't have, you know, that stuff at home. Um, but super important. So lots of things that we hit on to reinforce that. And with that, um, you know, with prenatal classes, I hear some people, well, this is my second or my third baby. I don't feel like I need classes. And that might seem true, but I think refresher. So even if you feel like I don't need all five of these, it would be really good just to get in maybe an infant class and maybe a breastfeeding class. Um, grandparents, you know, I want grandparents involved. Um, aunts or uncles that maybe feel like they want to do those things. It's great for them to get into those classes and get that education. Mm-hmm. Um, and I definitely think sometimes, except especially for an older grandparent, things have changed. Not that we were doing it wrong 15 years ago. But we've learned new stuff. So sometimes I do have hesitancy because um, I think sometimes grandparents feel like, oh, well, you're saying I did something wrong. Right. Yeah. Absolutely not. You were doing what we thought was good at that point, but we've learned since then. So let's get up to date with, yes, we do want babies on their back. Um, we don't want them sleeping in the car seat or sleeping in a swing for long periods of time. So lots of really good information to promote um, safety. Uh, one of the big things um, I also, I think my eyes got open to was just a safe sleep environment as far as beds. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you don't think about family maybe not being able to afford a bassinet or a crib. Um, you know, we have looked in our, to our community trying to get like a pack and play program back in place. Um, but one of the things that I have now been teaching maybe some families that have some issues like that is it's better to pull out a drawer from a dresser and just lay baby in that drawer, not in the dresser, right? (laughs) (laughs) but pull that out and kind of let that be their firm flat surface versus letting baby sleep in bed with you with Mm -hmm. pillows and blankets or maybe between you and your, your significant other. So lots of little things too, that we don't always think about. We think we're sending parents home to this perfectly decorated, Mm -hmm. well-established nursery and that might not be the case. So sometimes it's thinking outside the box and asking that question of, do you have a safe sleep bed for your child? Right. Um, so yeah, really, really important. And again, um, just really want to reinforce that, you know, classes are great for first time parents, but again, if it's been a while or maybe it's, you know, your first and his third or whatever, um, we, we, we encourage you to get there. And, and again, you can pick and choose if you feel like I don't need all this, Again, reach out to us because we would love to get you in, into any of them. Yeah. And I'm glad that you mentioned the grandparents because sometimes, in most cases, a lot of cases nowadays, grandparents are the caregivers while mom and dad is at work. So, um, yeah, so they need to be trained and, you know, updated on these things. What is the cost of the prenatal classes? So the cost of the class is a one ten dot excuse me one time ten dollar fee. Um, you're going to get a book that's yours to keep. You can write notes in it. Um, obviously, there's other little things throughout there that we're giving out extra handouts and things like that. Um, so that's it. And I never want anyone to be. Um, if they can't afford it, mm-hmm. I always encourage everybody to just come talk to me because we're going to work it out. Right. Um, I don't want the cost to be a hindrance to someone. Um, I would like to say when I researched, when I was taking these classes over a few years ago, um, just in our surrounding area, some of the classes run $80 to $100. Wow. Now, in my mind, I love to educate. 
I feel like people need educated. I'm like, what are they doing in their classes that I'm not? Mm -hmm. But after research, I just realized, again, we're kind of lucky in our smaller community that we just make things accessible to everyone without that big cost. So that was really eye-opening to me, too. Um, I mean, they were $5 for years, and and it's $10. So, I mean, it's not like inflation hit us too bad. (laughs) Right. Um, But, yeah, it's it's really very affordable. And, again, if anybody would have issues, I would encourage them just to come talk to me. Yeah. Um, And then also, like, I know at least patients of our physicians um, get an OB booklet when they are expecting. And I know, you know, the prenatal classes are in there, but there's also some information about the OB unit. And then you guys offer uh, CPR classes as well for not only the parents, but excuse me, but friends and family. So you want to talk about that a little bit? Yes, absolutely. So, um, Again, that is something that I really enjoy doing. Um, I teach infant CPR. The infant CPR portion is no cost, free to anybody. Um, Essentially, there's some scheduled days throughout the year that I do that, but Again, I encourage families, if this doesn't work for you, reach out to me, Mm -hmm. you know, email me, call me at the office because I accommodate. It takes about 30 to 45 minutes to do an infant CPR class. So I want families, I want parents, I want grandparents, again, aunts, uncles, Mm -hmm. um, you know, young people who are like, hey, I want to babysit. Get a hold of me. Let's get this done. My eight-year-old can do hands-only CPR. So it's something that nobody should be intimidated by. Mm -hmm. Um, For people who want more, so the family and friends does have a small cost. It's like $4. It's a two-hour class. We cover infant, child, and adult CPR in that. And then obviously there's other levels of basic life support. Um, I am an American Heart instructor, so I can actually do heart saver courses, basic life support courses where you actually get a certification for that. And those, of course, then you get into cost and more time. Right. But again, infant CPR, anytime, free of charge. I want anybody and everybody um, to get in on those. And I do have a lot of grandparents come, which just, I love it. Um, And I think they really enjoy it. I think everybody walks away feeling a little more confident that, God forbid this happen, but I know what to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's so important, especially if they're the ones that's going to be watching the kids um, every day. Um, I I don't know if it really falls in the realm of uh, prenatal safety, but I kind of want to touch on car safety and car seats. And do you guys talk about that any in the classes? Yes, we do. We talk about car uh, car seat safety. Um, Actually, we talk about seatbelt safety for pregnant moms as well, wearing their seatbelts. So we do touch upon safety um, for both moms and babies. Um, We have several certified car seat technicians on OB. So car seats can be checked um, before parents leave. Um, One of the things I have talked to one of the um, ladies up there about, Jennifer Curry, she has um, expressed interest in maybe having one of them come to the actual class and kind of go yeah. over those car seat things. Um, because interesting enough, I've had, I'd had three children when a lot of these people started going through those classes and I did a lot wrong and didn't know it. So I think it's a wonderful resource for our community. Um, and I think that parents go home again, more confident knowing that my car seat was put in 
by someone who mm-hmm. is trained. My baby was fitted by someone who's trained. Oh, and they told me a few things that I didn't know. Right. <laughs> so, um, yes, we offer that. And again, that's, um, I know some of the ER trauma nurses have that training as well. So anybody can call and just say, hey, I would like to have my car seat checked and they can set up a time and to have somebody do that. Yeah. Um, or you're switching car seats. Um, it's a great time to say, hey, you know, my child moved up. Will you check this? Um, and along that car seat, we do have a program that we haven't, I feel like, gotten out to enough people. We have a car seat program. So there's some criteria, but if you take prenatal classes, you're getting prenatal care, you're delivering here. Your baby is going to see one of our providers, and you keep up to date with shots and things like that. You actually get a free car seat for life. Um, so that's an awesome program yeah. and a really big deal. And I and I wish more families would um, grasp into that, right? Yeah, because um, it's it can be costly. As you anybody who's had a ch- child, <laughs> yeah, I have a nephew, and he grew fast, and we're just like constantly changing car seats, and yeah, so that would be awesome for anyone. I mean, and if you're going to, you know, do all your appointments anyway, why not take advantage of this and get a car seat provided for, you know, your child? Absolutely. Is that part of the Grow Up With Good Samaritan? Yes, that yeah. is exactly what that is. Yeah. That's the Grow Up With Good Sam program. Yeah. Yep. And that was um, from a grant that we had received and uh, the ER trauma team worked really hard with that. Um, and again, it's just a wonderful um, ability for, and again, this isn't income-based. This is right. anybody. Um, so, you know, I always try to explain that too, because I think some people in that middle ground mm-hmm. feel bad, but no, this is just something that if, like I said, you meet that criteria, get into it. Right. Yeah. This is just a, a helpful thing we're offering to you. Yes. Um, is there anything that I did not touch upon today that you wanted to mention? No, I feel really good. Like I said, I, I would love to see more people getting into those classes. Um, you know, and something that eventually I would love to talk to you guys more about is even trying to have some online stuff. Yeah. I know COVID has changed quite a bit of um, in-person things mm-hmm. over the last couple of years. Um, I do limit my class size to six couples now, but we have plenty of room in the Hetty Center is where they're held net this year. Okay. Um, Hetty Center C, which is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went and checked it out the other day since the new year was starting. Um, and it actually has parking right there where people will be able to come right into the classroom and leave right there. So no traipsing throughout the hospital or having those worries. Um, but yeah, it's it's like I said, it's a great opportunity to get in there, ask the questions. Um, again, there's so much online, and I think sometimes that's some people think, well, I don't need it. Right. But is everything you're reading correct? Right. Is everything you're reading realistic? Um, so I really encourage people to get there. And again, if you feel like you don't need all of them, please just talk to us because we are more than happy to say, oh no, just jump into this one. Or if you feel like you just need the breastfeeding refresher, Ava's glad to take that Mm -hmm. on. Um, so for anybody in the community, um, please reach out to us, um, because we want to give the community as much as we can. Um, and on that note, I even do have people who are delivering at other facilities who do get involved okay. in our classes. Yeah. So that's an option. So even if for some reason your provider isn't here, mm-hmm. um, those classes are still available. They're not limited to just 
you know, those, those patients that are ours. Um, and I have had some people take advantage of that. Um, downside is, is I can't answer questions about those providers or right, those facilities yeah. um, because this is kind of what I, you know, base our stuff around. But again, they're just really available to anybody. And again, grandparents, aunts, uncles, um, anybody who wants to get in there and get some knowledge. Awesome. And you said anyone could contact you. So what is a good phone number if they wanted to schedule anything with you? Sure. Um, the best thing for me is my office line. So again, at Dr. O'Rourke's office, um, 812-882-1000 um, to contact there. You could ask for me or leave me a voicemail. Um, and of course, email is always really easy to do. So dhendrickson at gshvin.org um, is a great way to contact me. Um, so spread the word. Like I said, let us know. Um, and if it's something like you need Ava for, I'm happy to give out Ava's contact information at that time. Um, but yeah, we, we, we love it. Um, we are really passionate. One of my disclaimers at the beginning of classes, you can laugh at me because <laughs> I do get a little, like I still get goosebumps talking about things. Um, and I myself just became a grandparent. So it feels good to know, like, not because it's my job, but to know, like, I know what to do. Right, yeah. And so I think that really shed something on me for grandparents even more. I've always wanted them involved, but I'm, you know, I think about the ones that maybe it is their first grandchild, you know, and their child is 25. Right, yeah. So please don't hesitate. I mean, this isn't just for the parents to be. We want that family ready for this new baby. Yeah. And then I'm just going to jump on that and say that, you know, the – education booklet that I mentioned is those classes are on our website and they are on our Facebook page. And you can get that from your provider if you if our Good Samaritan Physicians is one of your providers, or it is also on our website, I believe on the women's health page. There's a link to the booklet and you can see all the dates and locations and everything for the classes. Um, Dawn, thank you for joining us today. You're always so nice and you know you you know too much. You just a wealth well, of knowledge. <laughs> I do enjoy it. And I appreciate you guys having me as well. Cause, um, like I said, I am proud of our facility and what we offer and what our providers do for the community. Yeah. So anytime, but well, we appreciate you coming and Thank working you. here and just being awesome. Thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. All right. Thank you. Thanks a lot. All right. Well, that is the end of the episode. So Mallory, I want to thank you for taking this topic over and um, leading the discussion. And Don, I would love to thank you for um, just joining us today and taking the time to talk about these great resources for the community. This is the Good Samaritan HealthCast, and we will catch you guys next week.